You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with your angels and loved ones on the other side. The intention of every podcast episode and every service that I offer is to help you heal, to help you raise your vibration, and to give you the tools you need to help others. Why? Because when you take responsibility for your own healing and your own joy, and you use what you've learned to serve others, you're helping to shift the vibration on earth to a place of more peace. And isn't that what it's all about? If you feel called to work with me, we have many services available to you. We offer a new online e-course with a new topic every month. These help you dive deeper on your spiritual journey. We also offer an Angel Reiki certification training program. We call it the Angel School. It's held every other month in person and twice a year online. Here, you'll become a certified Angel Reiki master teacher and develop your spiritual gifts. Twice a month, we offer a live online group Reiki healing session. You just call into a webinar number and listen as I guide you through a healing session with the angels. You can also book a one-on-one angel message reading with me. You help keep this podcast going, friends, when you book one or more of these services on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well and how you can win a free session. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and we are here with an amazing story today. We are telling the story about how children see spirit. My friends, you might not have guessed this, but a lot of kids around the country, around the world, listen to this podcast, their parents have written in and said, Julie, my child sees angels or my child sees grandpa or uncle on the other side. How can I help them through this? So today that is what we are talking about. And before we get started with that, I just want to send a big, big thank you out to my new podcast producer, Sarah Whitaker. Sarah is absolutely phenomenal. I have not talked about this yet on the podcast, but I just expanded my team. You know that last fall I hired an assistant, which has given me so much time back in my life, but I have just brought on three more people onto my team. And so I'm going to be sharing about them with you because they're absolutely phenomenal people. And I'm just so excited to see my team expanding because my friends, I was spending about eight to 10 hours a week producing two podcast episodes every week. And while I love, love doing it and I love the work, I just don't have time to do all things anymore. So I'm starting to outsource different pieces and the editing of the podcast is one of them. Yay, I get to sleep in in the morning. Normally I'd be waking up at about 4.35 a.m. to work on podcasts in the morning. And Sarah is taking that over for me. So say a little prayer for Sarah, my podcast angel, who is doing an amazing job. 
Okay, so let's talk about children who see spirit. We've talked about before that when you're born into this world, you are born and you hold more as a baby and infant the energy of the other side because you're not totally socialized into living from the physical body yet. But if you've been around an infant, you know that there's a lot of crying and It's not even easy to feed or go to the bathroom yet. You're very quickly socialized into living from this physical body. Now, what I believe is that there are some souls who come here for very specific purposes. There are some souls who are asked to come here. There are some souls that ask to come to learn lessons to grow their souls. And what I believe is happening is that so many more souls that are here now on earth more than ever before, there's a greater percentage of souls that were asked to come in order to help shift and lift the vibration upwards. So what you're seeing is a lot of these children, that's them, okay? And they are able to bring through and keep their spiritual gifts. Now, does it mean that they don't have purpose or that they weren't asked to come here if they lose that somewhere between teenagehood and their early 20s? No, not at all. In fact, a lot of souls that were asked to come here do tend to step away from their religious side or their spiritual side in their teen years or early 20 years because spirit is giving them the human experience that they need to be able to understand humanity and how they have to help those clients that they're going to have in the future or that community that they're going to have in the future. So what might these kids see early on? Well, like we've talked about in the podcast over the last year, there are some souls who never forgot being on the other side. There are some souls who, when someone passes away in the family, the soul sees or hears from that person. My friends, I can't tell you the number of people that have reached out and said, Julie, my uncle died or my grandfather died or my mom died and My child is talking to them at night, or my child is talking about them at preschool. My child is singing the song that only my mom and I shared together that she shouldn't even know. I don't even know if she's even heard this song and she is singing it. I've also had people come and say, Julie, my child sees grandpa at night before he goes to bed and he's freaking him out. What do I do? You know, what's happening here is that your loved one from the other side is connected to your light energy as the adult and also a lot of times to your child because there's part of the same soul family. So this is what Spirit's showing me now. It's not always that the person who's passed away is coming through specifically for your child. It's actually most times that they're coming through in order to get to you, that they are just around in your house and it is your child because they're more attuned to that soul vibration who is seeing them and picking up on it. 
So I don't want you to think that dad passed away and he's only visiting little Johnny, you know? That's not what's happening. Dad is around to show you that he's there. So I hope that makes sense. I also want to touch on another point because there are a lot of people who reach out who say, okay, so this very close family member passed away and my daughter is seeing them at night before she goes to sleep in the closet or sitting at the edge of the bed or folding laundry. You know, they say all different things, these ways that they see spirit coming through. And they'll say, well, my child's really scared, and what do we do? The answer to that is this. You always have free will. So instead of telling your child that it's not real, what I tell my child is that there are different energies and that you have the power and the ability to say what you want to see, hear, feel, get a knowingness of, at any time. So if it's scaring you to see this in your bedroom, you can ask them to present themselves at a different time of day because if it's happening at night and you don't want to feel that way before bed, you could ask to see them in the morning. You can also ask for the gift to be taken away or to be shown to you in a different way. So for anybody listening out there who does see spirit, It is way too much for me in my life to see spirit in detail because it is almost as if you're seeing them up close as they were when they were here, just maybe with a different color or a different like translucency, right? I don't enjoy seeing them that way because it startles me a lot in my life. So what I've asked is for God to allow any beings that walk in God's pure white light to come through whenever there's a message to be delivered. And I ask that they come through in a silhouette where I can recognize if they're young or old, male or female, and different qualities about their personality. So that's just one example, but you can ask to see them however you want to see them. Or if it scares you too much, it's okay for your child to put it away for a while if they're not ready for it. I've been in numerous, numerous sessions where spirit says, your child's soul was asked to come here. They are going, they're on track, they're going to do and fulfill their purpose here in this lifetime. But what we need you to know is that it's too much because they feel the weight of the purpose way too much here now in childhood and they can't step into it fully so they don't even want to feel it. And so there are some children who push it away a lot until they're later teens, or even I've seen later 20s. My friends, there isn't a right or wrong way. If your child sees spirit, they have their own purpose from the other side. And God, their angels, their guides, their loved ones are all working with them to align everything so that when the time comes, those children are able to do what they were called here to do. So we as parents have no right and no way of micromanaging that, right? It's more really a hands-off process of just allowing spirit to do what they need to do. 
So if you have a child at home who sees spirit, please write in and let us know because we'd like to do more shows like that throughout the year, you know, one here, one there. So we'd love to hear your stories and how your child is seeing spirit if you feel comfortable with that. And if anybody wants to come on the show and talk about it, we'd love to do that as well. Without further ado, here is an interview with the child and his mother. This little boy has the gift of seeing spirit. And I can't wait for you to hear all the beauty that he sees all day, every day. Hi, Jackson. How are you? Good. Jackson, it's so nice to meet you. So Jackson has been talking to Chris and I, my husband and I, about how he has whispers in the night. And we didn't really know what that was. And so he was telling us that when loved ones pass away and they come and visit. So the other morning, you can tell her what happened. When I was asleep, I heard my Uncle Mark talking to me when I was asleep. He said that it's no worries to be alone with me and my dad. Is that something that you had been worrying about? Yeah. What else did he say? Mm, What did he tell you to tell dad? That he's with him every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that he is. And uh, it's not scary, right? Because he's just warm and loving and he's friendly. Did you get to know Uncle Mark when he was here on Earth? Um, Not really because I wasn't born. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens is that you knew him on the other side when you were in heaven with God before you came here. Yeah. (laughs) If you look at a picture of him, does it ever seem familiar? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What other cool experiences have you had, Jackson? So he's been talking about his angels since he was about a year and a half, two years old. One time, my uncle actually passed, I think it was last March, and he was an alcoholic. I mean, he was a wonderful man, but just was an alcoholic and didn't make some really smart decisions. And so I know my cousins were really worried about him going to heaven just because, you know, we just didn't really know. So Jackson tells us quite often that his angels are always in his room and that Jesus comes with them sometimes. So I asked Jackson, I said, would would you mind if sometime you saw Jesus, you would ask him if my uncle made it to heaven okay? And so there was one night that Jackson was sleeping in our room and at 3.30 in the morning, I woke up and I heard him talking down on the floor and I just didn't think anything of it. And then that morning when he woke up, he said, oh, Jesus was in my room and he wanted me to tell you all not to worry that your uncle is in heaven and is okay. That's such a beautiful gift that you have, Jackson. When you see uh, Jesus and when you see the angels, what do they look like? Remember when we saw a picture in the book the other day and you kind of giggled and you said, that's not what the angels look like. <laughs> And I said, why not? And you said, well, they have wings, but they don't look like that. Remember when we were reading the book and then we talked about the sandals on their feet? And I said, what are the names of those sandals? Sandalayers. Yeah. Do you remember when we were talking about that? Mm-hmm. And he said that the angels don't look like they always are depicted in the books. Yeah. When I see them, I do see wings. Do you see wings? Yeah. Do you also see really magnificent colors, really bright colors? No. So one weird thing is, so he had an eye doctor appointment the other day, and I was going to ask you about this. He had been complaining recently of 
when he closes his eyes, tell her what happens when you close your eyes. A um, bright color would pop up. Yeah, bright color will pop up. What color? Like any any different color. Different colors at different times. Did you know that those different colors can mean different emotions and they can mean different things? There's actually different colors for different angels too. So I thought I thought he was going through a retinal detachment. And when we saw the eye doctor that day, I talked to him about it and he looked and he said, no, his nerves and everything looks great. So then I was like, I'm going to Julie next. (laughs) Well, I asked that question because that's what they were showing me is that you've been seeing color. And sometimes it's not when your eyes are open. Sometimes it's when your eyes are closed. And it's a gift that you can learn to develop more and more. And you know what? You're so special, Jackson, because a lot of people have these gifts when they're younger, but then they turn them off like a switch, like a light switch on and off. And you haven't turned them off. You're keeping them on. And if you want to, you can keep those on. And you know what you can do too? You can ask God to modify your gifts, make changes to your gifts so that it is And it feels comfortable for you, right? That you see things the way that you want to see it. Like when I was learning how to develop my gifts, one time I saw my grandpa just like as if he was standing right in front of me. And that was a little bit too much for me. I thought, um, I want to see them more as kind of like shadows. Do you know what a silhouette is? Like a black silhouette. I just wanted to see their outline. And so now I just see their outline and I can feel who's there and I ask them different questions and then they tell me the answers. Now Jackson tells, he, we were talking the other night because I, I ask him a lot of questions and I said, what do I ask you when you sleep in my room? Mm, what does your angel say? And I ask him if they're going to find him there if he's not in his room and what do you tell me? That they're by you every single day. Yeah. They're with you all the time. Do you feel them sometimes when you're at school too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so then he told me, I said, well, because he, he said, he's been saying for a long time, like, well, sometimes the angels that you have, they go on vacation. And I was like, oh. But then I started listening to your podcast and you would talk about how they come and go in different times of need. Yeah, you can have like angels that are with you your whole life as your guardians, but then there's other angels who come in and who help from time to time. When you see angels, Jackson, do you see a lot of angels surrounding people? No, because what I see when I work with different people is you could have a lot of different angels work with you over your whole lifetime, dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of angels come into your life at different points throughout your life to help with different things. I've got a question for you, Jackson. When you're at school or when you're home, do you ever see other people's angels around them? Uh Uh-uh. No? You just see your angels? So what I do is I call that our spirit team, right? Our spirit team, we have angels. We have God energy on our spirit team. We have loved ones on the other side, like your Uncle Mark. And we also have guides on the other side, and they're all helping us. They're all positive. They're all 
connected to God and they're just helping us and loving us from the other side. I think there's times where he has, because we've asked him, like one time Mackenzie wasn't his sister, wasn't too sure what she was hearing from him. And so she took her phone and like she was going to take a selfie, but said, circle my angels. And so then he circled them and there was about six circles. This was like a year ago or so. (laughs) That's awesome. So the other day too, um, when we were sleeping, I said, how many angels are there? And he said, I don't really know. He was just about to go to sleep. And then I said, is there like a boss angel? And he said, what did you tell me? You said, who's the boss of the angels? Yeah. He said, God and Jesus are the boss. And then he said, you have a guardian angel. And then the other are your guides. That's so wonderful. Oh, I love that. You know what happens to me a lot of times too, Jackson, is I work with so many people. I consider this a gift. What you have is a gift too, and you can use it to help other people. And you don't have to, but if you want to do that when you grow up, you can use that as a gift to help other people. And what happens is because it's not you, right? It's God working through you. I don't remember a lot of what I say because it's just coming through me. So if you forget, that's normal. It's normal to forget what you say because it's just the other side working through you. Yeah. We ask a lot of questions. So when, when this all started, it was not always like a super positive thing when he was younger. And there was one time where he was about two, two and a half, and he was scared to go to sleep. And so I said, it's okay. Just pray to your angels And he said, but mom, the good angels and the bad angels, they fight. And so then a couple of years ago, right before we moved into this house, right after we moved in, did you say yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He tells me there are good angels and bad angels, and he sees them not getting along. Up and down. He just did the thumbs up and thumbs down. So so tell her about, like, what do you notice with that? I notice um, angels in the sky fighting about which is good to for, for people to pray to God or not to pray to God. Mm. So when you're outside, you see this? Yeah. Yeah. You see it up in the sky? Mm, yes. Yeah. Where else do you see angels? Remember when, I, when we were on the airplane and I asked you, we were going to Florida, how about when we were driving to Chicago? And I said, where do all of our angels fit in this car? And what did you say? In the trunk. We don't, well, not the trunk. We don't have a trunk. It's like in the back. And he said, outside and around it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes. And you know what I see too is that when I fly in an airplane, that there are angels that are ginormous, that are as big as the plane, and they actually fly underneath the planes, keeping them up in the sky, protecting them. Yeah, that's what he talked about when we were flying to Florida in March. And I work with a lot of kids too, Jackson, who see um, grandparents on the other side. They see um, some of their relatives on the other side or angels. And some kids are scared of all of the angels. And what I tell them is you have to decide what's okay for you and what you're comfortable with. And whenever you get nervous or if you want it to go away, you can always ask God, 
to have it go away and just come back when you're when you're more prepared for it or when you're ready for it. So you have the power to do that. But I have one little boy that his grandpa passed away and his his grandma was on the other side too. And he started seeing her in his closet at night folding clothes. And he was scared, but there's nothing to be scared of, right? Because they love us so much. They're just coming to tell us that, that they love us and that they're here for us. My husband's cousin passed away in 2016. So Jackson would have been three. And the day of his, the day after his funeral, we got together with family and we pulled up to my husband's aunt, aunt's house. So his cousin's mom's house. And Jackson said, well, look, there's TJ right there standing on the lawn. And my husband and I and my daughter were like, uh, what? And he was like, yeah, don't you see him? He's right there. Well, then that night when we got home and we were um, putting Jackson to bed, Jackson started singing happy birthday all of a sudden. And then at the end, he, he said, happy birthday, dear TJ. And Chris and I were like, why is he, you know, why are you saying that? And he said, well, that's what the angels are singing in heaven right now. Mm, that it was his birthday because he came home. Yep. I see. That's so special, Jackson. You have an amazing, amazing gift. You know, you are going to do so much in this life to help other people understand the angels better. I'm so excited for you. What a blessing. What's your favorite story about seeing the angels? My favorite story is um, about Uncle Mark. Mm -hmm. Do you ever ask your angels what their names are? Mm-mm. No. Did you know that you can talk to them and you can ask them questions and they'll tell you the answers? No. But you do have to study for tests, okay? Right. <laughs> they won't tell you all the answers. It doesn't work like that. You have to do your part and then they do theirs. <laughs> okay, deal. If you ever, um, do you know what meditation is? Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of times you hear them at night before you go to sleep because your brain is ready to turn off and everything's quiet, but you can tap into your angels by going into meditation or just doing some deep breathing and that helps slow your mind down too so that you can connect with them. That's usually when it's been, even since he was a baby at night all the time. And he was always looking up, up at the scene. And so that's where he still says he sees him today. He's told us that they, they float. Mm -hmm. They always float. And when I've asked him, like when they come at night, he tells me it's not a race, mom. They all just kind of come when they're ready to come. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's amazing. What other stories do you have, mom? Oh man, we got a lot. We have some Pretty crazy ones. Um, I told you about when my uncle had passed away. There was a time when he and my husband were kind of just horsing around in the house here. This was about, uh, we've been in this house almost, so it was probably a year and a half ago. They were horsing around and Jackson got a little afraid and he came up to me and he said, mom, mom, I'm, I'm getting afraid. And I said, well, then play something that's not so scary. And so he went over to my husband and he said, okay. How about I be the angel and you be sleeping? And so my husband's like, okay, well, I don't know how to do that. And so Jackson said, well, you lay down. And he goes, and I come in and I say, 
do not be afraid. I come from the Lord, your God, and I'm here to protect you. Wow. And so a lot of times Jackson's always been really interested in, so he was two years old and he was sitting in the tub and he started singing the hallelujah song. So the only thing that I can compare it to is like when you're at the Catholic church Mm -hmm. and that, oh, you know, yes, he can sing it. He's never heard it, but he can sing what his angels sing. A lot of singing and he loves a lot of that. We went to the park right after we moved into this house two and a half years ago and the park has like this large rubber mallet that has is like a xylophone and you can play on it. And when we pulled up, um, we were with my daughter and he heard somebody playing that and said, mom, do you hear that? That's the angels. That's the sound that the angels make. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been pretty crazy. He really likes that angel music. Mm-hmm. And then I found online once this like recorded clip that somebody said they caught like the angels taking over a choir and he has listened to that over and over again and is kind of like perseverated on it likes hearing it a lot of the music they sing a lot with him so did jackson go to church a lot when he was young did he go to what what no not really We go to like a non-denominational church. And so we've been really involved with that in the last three years or so. Definitely not like the Catholic church or anything like that. So they don't have like those hymnals and that kind of thing. But he knows those hymnal songs. So that's something that we've always thought was pretty cool, huh? That is really cool. Jackson, did you know that there's some kids, do you ever talk to them about past lives? No, I haven't. Listen. So Jackson, there are some kids, what I believe is that our soul comes back and we live different lifetimes and we get to come back and your mom will be your mom again. Your dad will be your dad again. And sometimes kids come back and their gift is they remember their past life. They remember the house that they lived in and where they were. They remember everything about it. So everybody has gifts from God. And we have the choice to use them in our life if we want to. Yeah, he's pretty open about it. He's very careful who he kind of says things to. And I'm not really sure why. When he was about three, we went over to a friend's house. And they have a little girl that's about, I don't know, nine months younger than him. And when we were walking with them, he grabbed her hand and said, come on. And then he goes, do you have angels in your room too? And my girlfriend looked at me like, what is he talking about? And I was like, okay, so, you know, maybe I should share with you some (laughs) things because she was like, what is going on? And he will, we had a nanny and um, we had one that he probably doesn't remember because he was a little bit younger, but it was right after my husband's cousin died. And she was like, I don't know what's going on, but all of a sudden he stood up on the couch. We had a pond in the backyard of our old house. And he was like, oh, look, there's Jesus. He's floating on the pond. He come to save us. And our nanny was like, I don't know what's going on, but she was hearing him talk um, in his room during nap time. And he was playing with the man. And we never really did find out who that was. That man just kind of came and went, do you remember him? In the old house? No. And it was kind of weird because in the old house, we had to, I mean, we didn't know what was going on. We had people coming in and cleansing. We were saging. We didn't know because there was some 
scary things. And then we um, were rocking him one night and he was really scared. He had a lot of ringing in his ears and he couldn't understand. I couldn't hear it. But then all of a sudden it kind of went away and I said, what happened? And he said, my angels told me that it was, it's okay that they're just talking with me. And so my husband and I are like downstairs Googling this, you know, and here we're like, Oh my gosh, that's what we found online is that's how angels are trying to communicate. So it was just stuff you couldn't really make up. And a lot of the stuff that he would tell us would be, he woke up one morning and he said that he saw Mark and that's his uncle that died two weeks before Jackson was born. And he like brushed his head like this kind of, you know, and my husband like just turned white as a ghost and, and I was like, what? And he goes, that's how Mark always used to, you know, come up to the kids and yeah, do that too. And yeah. I mean, it was just kind of like stuff he obviously didn't know. He wasn't a part mm-hmm. of, he didn't know him. And Jackson definitely has a connection with Mark because he gets really emotional um, about him and likes to talk about him a lot. So there's definitely that connection there. I just don't know how they, how they know it. Do you see Mark a lot, or do you just think about him? Can I think about him? Yeah. Sometimes when we think about them, it's them putting that vision in our mind because we can either see what they're going to show us, like a little mini movie clip or maybe just a picture in our mind. Sometimes we hear what they have to say. Sometimes we get a knowingness and we just know something, or sometimes we feel within our body and it's okay to to hear him or to see him. And so this started happening for Jackson when he was really young. When was the mm-hmm. first age that you started seeing this? Well, a year and a half, he started looking up in the ceiling and then started talking to us about the man. And that went on for a while. And then that calmed down and that man kind of phase went away. And then it was more just of an angel presence. And then he started talking to us about angels. So we started noticing on the baby monitor these weird flashes of light, like orbs, right? Angel. Yeah. So we didn't know what they were, and we were going through baby monitors because we, I mean, we at this point were so creeped out. At one point I said to my husband, you know, it's great and wonderful when you're watching it on the sci-fi channel, but when it's happening in your own home, you just don't know what to think. So we kept going through baby monitors and we finally started recording them and they are like these lights that kind of flash and go across the baby monitor and then some of them are blinking like across and so then we would tell people these stories and they were really apprehensive and then we'd show them the videos and they were blown away. Blown away. And for anybody listening right now, I've seen a lot of this before and sometimes people just get orbs on a camera, uh, orbs of white light. Sometimes though, the orbs move and they move quickly that make like streaks of light. And sometimes they're not just white light. I've seen it bright purple and pink and yellow and that they're all mixing. Like there can be different orbs of different colors swirling at different speeds. And people have gotten this on camera before they've seen it and it is real. It does happen. If I can send them to you, I'll try because we have them all on video just because that's like our only, when people question things, it's like our only way of trying to show them that we're not crazy. Like he's been doing this since he was such a little boy and he continues to 
talk about things and now it's more angels and my husband was watching a clip of a movie that came out around Easter and Jackson was watching it with him and Jackson's eyes just like got huge when they were watching this like trailer of this movie. And I looked at Jackson, I said, that's Jesus. And he was like, and I said, what does that, what Jesus look like when you see him? And he was like, and he goes, but he doesn't have the holes in his hands. So I said, well, you'll have to, he goes, why doesn't he have the holes? And I said, you'll have to ask him. So some time went by and we didn't press it. We left it alone. And then all of a sudden one day he goes, oh, I remember to ask Jesus when he was in my room why he doesn't have those holes and he is able to perform miracles and, you know, he fixed it himself. And so that's just kind of how we left it. That's incredible, Jackson. I am so excited for you. What an amazing gift you have. Maybe work with it a little bit and ask them questions, just like you asked Jesus that question. Ask, ask more questions to understand more of what you want to know. Yeah. yeah, We'll ask him if other people have angels, and he'll tell us. Sometimes it's kind of like he's just not really in the I want to share mood, and so we leave it alone. He was having some issues on the playground with some boys, and so we told him that, you know, he needs to pray for them. And he said, well, they don't know God. And, you know, we asked him one, one time, why? How do you know? And he said, because I just know. I, I can read their mind. Wow. Yeah. How do you know they don't know God? I know how they don't know God because if they knowed God, they wouldn't do such mean things. But if they didn't know God, they would just do mean things. Yeah. And yet we're all God's children too, right? So we have to pray for those who who don't stand in God's white light because we pray that they do eventually know God and that they they come over to that white light and and that they live their lives by what God wants to. It's usually hit or miss with when he kind of tells us stuff. I've been more asking, I think, than anybody else. Mackenzie will. She was doing a meditation a couple of months ago on a day that they had off just because she was just kind of getting into this meditative, you know, trend. And he was down there playing in the basement and we were at work. And when I came home, Jackson was like, mom, mom, I saw this giant angel by Kenzie. And I'm so used to hearing it that I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And I looked at Mackenzie and she had this look on her face like, no, you don't understand. So I went upstairs and she was like, I was doing this meditation and I had my earbuds in And she was like, and it was asking me to like, imagine like some things that weren't so great in my life, any trauma and try to get rid of it. And she said, all of these things that I was thinking in my head, once I was done doing this, I asked him because she said, I I sat up and there's Jackson staring at me. And she said, why are you staring at me? Did you see something? And he said, yeah. And I saw uncle Mark and I saw army people and I saw my cousin Craig passed away in the spring. And so that was kind of traumatizing for her. And so she was like, and then he said that he saw this big angel with huge wings. And she was like, mom, like it was the weirdest thing. She was like, my heart fell in my stomach. I was like, how does he know this? He couldn't hear the podcast. He couldn't hear anything. And yet he could tell me what I was trying to like get rid of that was traumatizing for me. And then this big angel with huge wings. 
Wow. Did he like see it coming out of her? Like the things that she were trying to remove or. Yeah. That's basically kind of how he described it to her. She just got home. So he's excited. Sit down now. So it's been, you know, we have like my husband and I were trying to think last night of some, some things that have occurred. It's, there's just been so many since he was so young that a lot of people are surprised that it's still, he still talks about it, but he does. And it's very consistent. Everything that he says is the same over and over. They're always floating. They're usually always at night. And I mean, if we were to ask him like, you know, do so-and-so have angels? He'll say, you know, yes, everybody has angels. They go with you everywhere. He gets kind of annoyed because I asked the same thing over and over. He's definitely shared, you know, some things with us where it's been crazy. I think the the biggest thing was the orbs that we would find on the baby monitor that were, I mean, you just can't make it up. I can't believe too that with that meditation, when she was trying to release those things, he was seeing them float out of her too. That is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I, the color thing is the most recent. The, when he shuts his eyes, he sees these flashes of color. Mm-hmm. There's different resources on the internet of different charts that you can look at of what colors mean what things. Oh, okay. And so you can look that up and start to say, well, what color are you seeing? The other thing to kind of be aware of because his gifts are so strong, when I see color on the other side, it's different from color here sometimes because it's so much more vibrant. And so sometimes if Jackson, if you tell her the color doesn't look exactly like it does here, it looks more bright um, or it looks different. That's okay too, because the colors on the other side, sometimes they do look different. I'm so excited for you. What a wonderful gift to share and what wonderful parents that you have that encourage that and encourage you to keep sharing that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Of course. Oh, this is amazing, guys. Thank you so much for sharing your story. If you have any other cool stories that happen, you got to come back on the show, okay? All right. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Julie. Beautiful souls, we have so many freebies to help serve you, your family, and friends. Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? Subscribe to my YouTube channel called Julie Jancis to learn more about the angels, energy healing techniques, and so much more. One of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening. We created a private Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone. So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. That way we know who to contact when you win.
Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast.